What is up, guys? Welcome to Diggity, a video game podcast, episode number 228. I'm Jeff James with me, as always, the incredible Luscious Brody Fultz, and we're bringing to your ears some incredible, beautiful video game entertainment for you tonight, this evening, <laughs> you as wanted well to as say news, to... didn't you? Yeah. So um, yeah, I almost did. I almost did it. Um, yeah, we're bringing it live this evening on YouTube and Twitch. You can join us every Thursday evening at 9.30 p.m. Eastern time on YouTube and Twitch, and you can listen to us in the morning on your morning commute early Friday morning when the audio version of this podcast goes up and live. Um, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Diggity Podcast and uh, leave us a review if you have not already. Appreciate it. Let's kick some ass now. <laughs> now that we're past oh, all, the, all the marketing <laughs> stuff, let's kick some ass. Yeah. We came here to podcast and kick ass. So Yeah. Brody. God. Yes, sir. Um, people have become incredibly whiny. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just going to say it. Do it. In my own personal opinion, people have become extremely whiny. Absolutely. Uh, mainly towards ports. Yeah. Uh, and uh, have found numerous ways to spin how various ports coming to other or various games coming to other platforms are, you know, terrible things and are awful, you know, just awful business moves or selfish business moves for some reason, or just, you know, bad ideas. And uh, what's stranger about this is that these are ports that are not of games that are not popular. These are ports of extremely well-beloved <laughs> titles and well-beloved franchises. So I'm a little confused as to why people would complain about something like that. My sense is that people are bored. I'd like to not think that. But my sense is that. What say you, sir? What say you? Uh, well, first off, I'd like to say this one's dedicated to Evan since he had to, <laughs> to comment in there. Uh, but anyway, no, uh, I think things have definitely gotten out of hand. I mean, with with people getting upset about you know porting it so other people can experience a game that everyone loved on PlayStation 4 in particular um, and being able to play it on PC now uh, that to be upset about that is very stupid <laughs> I'm sorry it's just plain stupid like I had it, it's a it's this elitist mentality the, this fanboy bullshit right like this yeah this, the normal yeah. thing we see where every time Xbox puts something up the very top comment on it is PlayStation's better if PlayStation puts <laughs> one up Xbox yeah. is better like Oh, Who fucking gives a shit what piece of plastic you're playing on? I mean, mm -hmm. just to be perfectly honest, like Agreed, I yeah. have, I have both of them. I love them both. I use them for different things. I and I don't understand that mentality at all. We've talked about it many times on the show of just yeah. this stupid elitist fanboy mentality that it. I, I don't understand it. I, I genuinely don't understand like where that even comes from or why it happens. Um, but this one, uh, to see people upset about God of War coming to PC, uh, which is, I mean, was announced this week and, you know, everybody was seemed pretty positive when, um, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn was coming to, to PC, but now all of a sudden God of War is coming over to PC and, and it's a, a huge issue and it, 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 
The thing that's strange to me is the fact that now it, it basically just makes it to where PlayStation players are no longer snowflakes. Now they can experience, someone else can experience the game. And I, I just, right. I hate that mentality so fucking much. <laughs> well, the other mentality is interesting as well. I'll uh, share this article here from PC Gamer, which says God of War PC means the platform wars are over, boy. No, boy. They're definitely no, not. Certainly not. I mean, I think we're just all just getting. Twitter. I think we're all just getting fucking a good game here. Yeah. And I, if, if I'm not mistaken, this game was played on console. Absolutely. Before it came to PC. <laughs> right. Uh, three years ago, even. <laughs> yeah. I so, don't know, man. It, it to it's just it's bizarre to see how people react to. What should be, I mean, this is great news because this means PlayStation is finally playing with PC, right? Like we've seen uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, we've seen um, Death Stranding, we've seen, oh, uh, what's the other, um, ooh, the zombie one, drawing a blank. Yep, perfect. Um, we've seen a, a handful, I can't think of it at all. Uh, we've seen a, a handful of good PlayStation games come and Granted, yeah, it's been a little bit later and it's taken a little bit for him to get here, but it is a good sign that PlayStation is now willing to kind of share with the PC, which I the other part of that is whenever you talk to somebody that is a, a, a diehard PlayStation fan and they're, they're saying how, you know, PlayStation's better, the whole reason they say that is because of the PlayStation games. Yeah. And so once they lose that, what ground do they really have to stand on in their imaginary argument that they're having i think essentially with themselves because i don't i don't really see it but i yeah i don't know it's it's a oh here's, fucking weird world we live in here's a defense on why this is so important um from what the pc gamer editor wrote so he says there are playstation exclusives and then there are playstation exclusives for me kratos is sony's mario the most recognizable playstation mascot out there and emblematic of the platform's capabilities god of war is one of those games you want to show off to people something that devours entire evenings by mistake and inspires you into making countless small combat clips the kind of game where sony started selling playstation 4s with it as as the packed in game pc always felt like more a natural home for xbox in as much as xbox is part of the wider microsoft um, lineage the name comes from DirectX and thus always had that pc origin the intention with what with that console was always to build a pc in a box anyway as the creator of the original Xbox, <clears throat> Seamus Blackley will tell you, for a while, Xbox tried to keep certain exclusives to the console before releasing. For the most part, there wasn't much, but sorry, for the most part, there wasn't much point. No one who's going to buy an Xbox, is, buy, ah, no one who's going to buy an Xbox, good God, is going to change that decision because Halo is also on PC. PlayStation, not so much. It's such a part of the landscape now that it's easy to forget how completely Sony upended the games industry in the late 90s, coming out of nowhere to obliterate both of the the then kings of the console space, Sega and Nintendo. Sega never really recovered from it, while Nintendo had to frantically and successfully reinvent itself over the decades to come. PlayStation 2 built on the success to become the best-selling console ever, and PS3 was a wobble, but PS4 saw Sony once again absolutely smashing Xbox One's face-off and building its strategy on tentpole exclusives like never before. I get it. I mean, it's just a business move in my mind. Like, it's just a good yeah. business move. I mean, get your shit out to more places and more people can buy your shit. Like, I right. just, I, I mean, 
you know, I don't think there's, this is a genius idea. I mean, I think, I think people forget also on the, like the, the, the bell curve of, of technology that we've been on in, let's say like, I mean, fuck dude, even like from when the PS4 was first launched to like now the dramatic differences in what you can do in terms of online is so substantial that, I mean, it's absurd, right? I mean, we're very close to the edge here of what you and I have discussed of just having a USB stick that's PlayStation and I spend $40 a month instead and I get to stream all my games through the cloud, right? And I don't have to go steep. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's a stadia basically, right? Yeah. But... I mean, the other part of this too is like, did Sony really have the, the, like Sony never really had the capability to do so. No. I mean, I would say maybe the PS4, but certainly not PS3. And that's, that's the big difference. Like in the, in this console war thing that always surprise, I even hate saying it, console right? Console wars. But the, uh, for me, it, it's, Xbox is more on the, the they're working for that ecosystem. They're they're working to create mm-hmm. more in that in that tech realm of exactly that. You know, you have essentially a fire stick that you put in the back of your TV and hey, now you have an Xbox, right? Like that that is the capability that they seem to be working towards. Whereas PlayStation has built their house on these great games they make and they do a fantastic job of I it. I think they do the best job. Oh, absolutely. And that's Hands not that's down. not from a fanboy perspective because no. I really have I don't give a shit. I think all three of them are awesome. But I think out of anybody, Sony is the best at it. Yeah. I mean, and the most time. But we're also getting to the point where I mean, they already don't make much money off of console sales. Some usually it's like uh, a very minuscule amount, if any. Uh, I think this generation PlayStation is actually making money off of the console a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's still, we are very, very short, probably less than a decade away from having that little thumb drive that you put in the back of your of, of your TV and now you're playing games. So essentially the console ward dies and at that point now you're streaming everything and your biggest thing that you're going to be doing going forward is just buying games so in order to have these games available you need to have them on as many any as many storefronts as you can in order to make this happen so for them to branch out and now play nice with pc is a good move but at a certain point it's still going to be a little bit of a division because you're going to have i mean uh, is is xbox going to have its own own you know, flash drive or whatever it actually is. I mean, not obviously not an actual flash drive, but they're a little stick. And then PlayStation's going to have one too, because they still aren't going to mix. And like, what, what does that actually end up being in the, in the long run? I mean, once we get to the point of just streaming games, are you just, are you just buying a, a, a service through these and you just use one universal stick and you buy from individual storefronts and they essentially just become a giant publisher. I mean, it, it's kind of a weird possibility of what you know is coming down the pipeline but and we're we're still years away from that but it's not as far off as you would think um but yeah i mean back to the the kind of the the actual idea of you know ports in general i i think it's a healthy thing for for the gaming industry 
And in almost every case, the only time I don't really like ports is when it's something that is being ported over to the Nintendo Switch that is not able to run on the Nintendo Switch. Those are the times where ports kind of catch me a little like, I mean, like whose fault is that? Uh, I mean, I would I would say on. that's Nintendo's <laughs> fault because it has yeah. to go through a cert process, right? So I'd be like, that's just Nintendo being like, fuck it. We just want a bunch of stuff on our system right. rather than, you know, well, and like, I would hey, even, this doesn't run. I would even definitely point some blame at, at the developer themselves. I mean, usually like Panic yeah. Button, we've praised in the past. They're wizards at what they do and getting games to run on the Nintendo Switch, which is, I mean less powerful than an xbox what it was less it's like, power it's than like a 360. It's less powerful than a fucking iphone 13 yeah absolutely i think it was less i think the comparison i've seen is like it's a little less powerful than like a 360 essentially um but which yeah <laughs> um so it, it's one of those things like developers want their game to run on the switch but they can't do it so now we're starting to see cloud versions of games pop up on switch you know like hitman um uh, the kingdom hearts games which definitely could have ran on there they just didn't port it the easiest thing to do was essentially stream it instead and um so i mean it's also half the power of an xbox one yeah the switch yeah so i i don't know like at a certain point, do you consider some of these like cloud versions of games to be ports in a way, especially for the Switch? I mean, that's a primary. Um, yeah, I mean that's a, that that's a workaround, that. right? Like that's a cheat right. for them when it, which is good. It's good that we have that yeah. because yeah, yeah, yeah. the other the the other result would be that we just would never get the game because it would never fucking run properly on the Switch, or Nintendo would say thumbs up, put it up there still, and it would run like dog shit. But the Switch also has dog shit Wi-Fi. <laughs> it, this is true. It, it, the Wi-Fi this is, is very incredibly true. inconsistent on the Switch. So streaming yes. anything to that console is a nightmare. Also, not to mention too the the fact and and of of um, the online store not being great. Yeah, I mean, just right from the onset, right from the get go, the UI to <laughs> the whole experience to the Wi-Fi card. Inside right. of the actual device and signal strength is pretty rough, pretty rough for sure. Yeah, I just it, it's such a weird conversation you get into when you when you kind of start diving into ports because some people hate them, some people love them. It's kind of this weird polarizing thing that's going on in in gaming communities, and and some of them are for stupid reasons like we don't want to share that game with you type of thing, like what's going on with God of War, which most yeah. of what I saw was pretty positive, but there's definitely some people that were upset. Oh yeah. Um, and, and like you said, it's not, it's not a valid reason to be upset. It's just, we just don't want to share this with you. It's ridiculous. Right. You know, yeah, Hey, get a PlayStation to play this. It's like, no, I mean, no. Sony's a fucking business. <laughs> right. They Why make they money that? every time this game sells. And once right. they move it to a new system, they can charge damn near full price for it again. So yeah, of course they're going to do that because people will buy it. It is already currently one of the highest selling games this month. Like as since it's been announced, the pre-orders are top of the charts. Like it's crazy. So yeah, of course it's smart for them to do that from a business perspective. Cause I can't imagine the port was all that difficult. I mean, I, I I'm sure obviously there's going to be some workaround stuff, right? But I mean, they yeah. already have a PS5 version of it, so they have a pretty good spectrum of what they can do with that. And sure, why not? But uh, the other side of the port argument that, 
you know, a lot of people have when a new game is ported. And I say new loosely here because uh, the Switch has seen a lot of ports from uh, the Nintendo or the uh, the Wii U. So that is a conversation that a lot of people don't like either. And because those games are coming back out like six years later and six, seven, eight years later, and they're charging full price. And as Nintendo does, they never drop prices on anything, hardly ever. So Mario Kart Deluxe eight or Mario Kart eight deluxe, whatever the fuck (laughs) is a full price game. 90% of the time. And it's, I mean, it's a game that came out, what, eight years ago? Nine years ago at this point? Um, Let me check for you real quick. Yeah. I will do that on the old Google machine here. But it, and I understand. Uh, May 29th. 2014. 2014 is Deluxe. Mario Kart 8 release date. I mean, like, let's be fucking real. There's not that much of a fucking. yeah, Yeah, sorry. It's 2014. Yeah, just making uh, sure. Yeah, eight deluxe released in 2017 alongside the uh, the Switch. So, yeah. But regardless, I mean, that is one of those situations where, yeah, I mean, it, it's absolutely fair to be upset about that being a full pop game when they really just took the DLC from Mario Kart or Mario Kart Eight, put it in there, and now they still sell it for sixty dollars. I mean, yeah, you can find sales where you can get it for fifty or forty five, but I have never once seen that game below forty five dollars. Never. No. Maybe 40, I guess. Maybe one good sale. But it's still that that's something that it makes sense to be upset about because that is a egregious port where they are taking advantage of the Nintendo fan base that is I mean, Nintendo fans are very, very uh, adamant about buying anything Nintendo puts out most of the time. So it it. And I I can't say I didn't buy it, but I also didn't have a Wii U. So I I was dipping in for the first time, um, but it still didn't feel great to buy a game that old and and just be like, yeah, no, I just spent $60 on a game that when I got it was, you know, three or four years old. And it's a a port instead of them putting out, you know, a new Mario Kart and putting in that work. And I still don't think we're going to see a new Mario Kart on the Switch. I I don't think until we get going to come out with one. I don't. I don't think we will see one until like the Switch 2 or whatever it ends up being. Hmm. Because it keeps selling. It is still selling crazy. Like the attachment rate. It's like one of their top five. Yeah. Yeah. The attachment rate of Mario Kart to Switch users is insane. That's just a good overall game, right? I mean, it's it's, it's like the game game that you get. It is, it is, it is the game that you pick up with your Switch. Oh, yeah. I'd I'd say Mario Party for some, that. You know, you pick up a Zelda, you know, fuck. I mean, that is that is literally the go to. I got my switch. I think it was in 2017. It was like six months after it came out. I just happened to stumble across one in Walmart. And I was like, well, guess I'm buying a switch today. (laughs) And I walked out of there with the switch, Mario Kart and Zelda. I mean, uh, Breath of the Wild. And that's that's I mean, that at that time, especially in that first year of launch, like those were the two games you bought when you bought a switch. And. And fair enough, right? I mean, Mario Kart has always been a staple of of the Nintendo uh, systems, but it just, at this point, feels so lazy to not get a new Mario Kart. <laughs> like, I just yeah. want a new Mario Kart. Yep. Like, we've been playing your repackaged Mario Kart for, you know, seven years now. I'm I'm ready for, for something new. And that that, in my mind, is an example of a port that 
I think it's just egregious. And I don't think I could understand maybe for that first year, but if they, you know, a couple years in would have released another Mario Kart, I think that would have been better overall. But again, people just keep buying it. So why would they? (laughs) They don't need to. No, I agree. I agree fully, which brings my point. So do you think that Nintendo doing that with Mario Kart, do you think that there is a $60 value to the Grand Theft Auto trilogy that's going to be coming up? Because keep in mind, like, will this be updated? Yes, in some sense. Will it play the same as it did on the other games? Yes. And like those games do not play well no. nowadays. Like, I just no, 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 I, like no. not to say that they're shit. They're incredible games. Incre- I mean, they've done incredibly well. It's just like shooting in these games sucks ass. Walking around in these games sucks ass. Driving is okay for the most part, but everything's yeah. pretty clunky because it was clunky at that time. But like, is that like, do you like, do you see the value in the $60 for that? Like one could say, oh, it's three games. But then my argument to that would be like, okay, but how old are the games? Like, like when, right. when do you set the bar of like, okay, you know, this game, these games are old as shit now. Right. Which is sad to say, um, but they're old. San Andreas like released well. in 2004. Yeah, 2004. Vice City released in 2006. Oh, my God. So 18 years ago. And almost 18 years ago for San Andreas. And Grand Theft Auto 3 released in 2001. So San Andreas is 2006, sorry? Uh, San Andreas was 2004. Vice City was 2006. Okay. So 17 years Holy shit. Yeah. 15 years between the newest game in that in that remaster. Well, remaster. And also the other argument about that is we haven't seen many Rockstar remasters. The only remaster no. we've seen a GTA 5 like update supposedly for PS5 and it it didn't look any fucking different. It looked the well, exact same. It also same. doesn't come out for when is when is that? Was it February? Yeah, March. I so. March, March twenty twenty two. New and features it, and more. But that that to me is yeah, like you're like you're saying. I mean, it it's essentially a port. It's a a remaster of some sorts. But we don't even know what that remaster is going to look like. We don't know if it's going to be a drastic improvement or what. But the, these games are outdated as hell. Like they are severely outdated to the point that I don't know how enjoyable this is actually going to be. And I don't remember how long these games were. I I don't know if I can justify paying $60 for that unless they actually did a lot of work to these games, because if, if they come out looking marginally better than what was there, I'm not going to care. I really am not. I think it's a cool idea. I think it's, I think it's something that a lot of people would be excited to see, but I just don't know. I don't know how good of a job they're going to do with that remaster. Yeah, I mean, I, what? I don't know. I, I don't. I don't expect much on this. I expect, I'm really not either. I expect you know some updates to some textures, but it's like the model for some of the characters are so blocky. In that, you know, they have, you know, you can see the the polygons on them. Um, I mean, it, it's, it's, you know, like there's, you can't do much with it. I think you can make it certainly run smoother and quicker. I get yeah. that. I understand that. But 
you know, I don't think $60 for those three games is, is truly worth it. I mean, San Andreas, I think is a fantastic game. Don't get me wrong. I think it's great, but it certainly does not even, you know, stand up even remotely close to, you know, GTA five. Yeah. Both from a story perspective and, and a, and a gameplay perspective, obviously. And of course, graphics and like, you know, the uh the the version right now on ps5 is just enhanced 4k it's not it's not a full complete 4k build and like yeah it looks okay it looks cool but it's starting to show some shit i mean it's starting to show like it it doesn't run as smooth i mean like let's take gta online for example it's not the smoothest running thing on this earth it's incredibly rough right so it's like you know i, I don't know I, I just I think people are gonna get we're gonna have this shit show stuff that happens every other time, right? When a big name IP like this either does something with a refresh or there's the you know, even I mean it's anything nowadays in video game land, but people are gonna have their hopes so high on this, right? And then it's gonna come out and it's gonna be like, Hey, it's three games that are basically emulated and uh here you go, and we didn't change the controls. So it's yeah. like I just don't I don't understand what people are, are getting super excited for or getting super hyped up for when like they already know what this is going to be. Like Rockstar well, has clearly defined what this is going to be. And I also like uh, with Nintendo's release of the 3D All-Stars uh, what last year. Yeah. Um, yeah. That that was one that really left a bad taste in my mouth for these these like collections like this where it I mean that was the laziest output of of that I it, they could have possibly even done I mean they never even changed uh, sixty four from its four by three like ratio like they, that's just what it was and it, it's this just weird things like that where it seems like there's a lot of these weird kind of cash grabs where it's, Hey, let's put out this remastered collection because people love these games and they'll definitely buy it. And that's the thing though. They do sell, they do sell. And that's why they keep doing these things. And I just, I don't know, man. I just, I don't have high hopes for that, that, that uh, remastered collection there. I I think it's going to overall be one of those things where people dip into it and they're going to be like, Oh, this is awesome. This is nostalgia. And then, you know, an hour later, they're going to be bored with it and want to go back to a modern game because modern games are have changed so much. Games now are play and and feel so much better than what games did, you know, back in 2006, 2004, 2001, especially. I mean, it's just it's a night and day difference between what these games are now and what they were. And I I've never been able to go back to an older game that hasn't been severely updated and, you know, new or new controls and things like that Mm -hmm. and actually been able to enjoy my time with it very much. I mean, yeah, you can get away with some of them. Like Mario 64 is still not bad. I mean, it's, it's, it's not, it's not as buttery smooth as something like Odyssey. Um, but it holds up to some extent. And I just, I just do not see them putting in the work to actually make this a good port of these games and a, a good updated edition. I don't think it. they need to. Again, the problem is, is it's a mob of people that are expecting huge things. Like every single thing that you see on YouTube now regarding these games is someone running a shit ton of mods. Yeah. Everybody on mods them and the be like, this is what it's going to look like. It's like, it's not, 
It's, it's not. probably not going to look like that. No, the mods are going to look better. I mean, Skyrim's been released how many different times now, and the mods still make that game look better than what it actually right. is. So, <laughs> yeah, like I, we're just we're not going to get that. No, and, and that's the good thing about the the PC gaming side of things is you can do that. But as as console players, you're kind of you're kind of screwed. And I mean, yeah, some of the or the Skyrim. Uh, what was it uh enhanced edition later on allowed for some mods but even then counts were still pretty limited to what they could do um but yeah you've got i mean with with something like a um with gta i I doubt they're going to open it up to mods this is going to be something that's exclusive to the pc version so yeah if you're playing on pc this might be a, a worthwhile pickup to have this in a collection if you don't already own the games but most people probably already have these games because you can pick them up pretty cheap and then just mod the ever-living hell out of them and make them look better than what we're going to get in this full release anyway. I, I'm just awaiting the backlash and ridiculousness that's going to come with, with oh, all yeah. of this. Yeah, it's going to be a shit show for sure. Yeah. Now, I am excited to see, you know, what kind of goofy ass mods people put in God of War eventually. <laughs> That's going to be kind of funny. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sure Sony doesn't with, threaten to sue them. Right. And that's the other issue is Sony is uh, a developer that is not familiar with the PC game space in in the way of a lot of these other developers have at least released a lot of games on PC or at least, you know, had some sort of a port. Um, But yeah, when you're talking about something like PlayStation, where PlayStation traditionally doesn't really play with that kind of stuff, they don't I I can't imagine them being okay with people modding their games and and whatnot to I mean, yeah, there's some things they can do about it. Right. But I I don't know. I don't know what they have implemented into the game to prevent some of that and i'm sure people will figure out a workaround within a couple days i mean that's that's usually not an issue but uh i don't know i i i haven't seen if anybody has been modding some of the other playstation games that have come i mean um because kina came to epic game store as well that was one that released both uh simultaneously which was surprising to see and i i just hope we see more of that not necessarily just to the Epic Game Store, but I mean, the other problem is Xbox has been playing nice with Steam. So uh, I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, PlayStation seems to be kind of going the way of Epic Games, Epic and, Games, yeah. And Xbox has been playing pretty decent with Steam. So it and and Xbox also has their own storefront, which I mean, it it's not great, but it's Microsoft there. Store, yeah. So I I'm not sure, man. I, the the whole port thing is a very kind of polarizing topic for for gamers in various different states for various different reasons and some of it is justified some of it's just not and it well this it, is my problem too is what it, like what it like how do how do certain things escape this this you know backlash like n64 coming to switch Oh, there's been plenty of backlash about that but that's more no no no, no but it's not about the game yeah, yeah it's about the pricing you yeah, everybody I mean? loves the games, but right, it's not about the game. Like, there's games that I'm sure there's gonna be games that come out that that were on N64, but also probably on other things at the time. And now you're kind of, like, how does it? How does it not get? How does it not get the backlash? I mean, it's like the Mario Kart, right? How does that not get backlash? Like, if anything, that is the yeah. biggest crock of shit, right? Like, you give me something from one from the Wii U, which everyone hates the fucking Wii U. Okay, yeah. 
If you like the Wii U, I mean, good for you. I don't know what to tell you. It's not a good system. Were there some okay <laughs> games on it? Sure, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think so. So, the, but, but, you know, they moved Mario Kart 8 Deluxe to the Switch. And, like, there's no backlash for that. Like, people got j- the same shit. Yeah. People got the same shit. They even even down to the Mercedes Benz DLC, which was the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> the only thing that I can say as far as for for that Mario Kart port, the game was only three years old by the time the Switch came out. So I do see a little bit of putting that out initially. The full pop. But, mm, but that's also the other part of what I said earlier. Nintendo fans will buy that shit, and they fucking been proving it. I mean, you can see the sales yeah. numbers. E- even people that aren't Nintendo fans are buying that. And granted, they might not even know it was ever even on another console. I mean, I don't know. They, they don't know. They, you know, it's like the parent going in and buying little Billy, you know, a Switch for Christmas, and they go to the Best Buy rep. What should I get? Oh, you should definitely get Mario Kart because me and my Perfect. friends all get stoned. Right. <laughs> and play Mario Kart, you know, what I, you know right. what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, there's just nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, I, I don't know. Nintendo somehow gets a pass for a lot of the shit. You'll hear grumbles. Like, there will be people that will be like, "Hey, yeah, man, sure. this is kind of fucked up." But it's also usually the same people that go out and buy it on day one anyway. And that's the weird. <sighs> like, for some reason, Nintendo gets this pass, and I, I've never fully understood it, but. Nintendo fans are some of the most diehard fans I've ever met in my entire life. And they aren't even the ones that are going on to Twitter and just blasting each other because Xbox is better. PlayStation is better. Like, no, they they aren't doing that. But they're the kind of people that they they just eat anything up that Nintendo puts out. And I mean, good for them. If they're happy with that, that's fine. I don't care. But it, it is it's a weird thing to bitch about it and then still buy it anyway <laughs> well speaking of that let's talk about nintendo switch online yeah well let's talk while about kind of in that realm right yeah let's talk about the uh the uh the memberships and Ooh. kind of the the backlash on on you know this expansion yeah. pack and, and what's been going on so hold on i'll share i'll share my screen here with everything. So you've got individual membership, one month, $3.99 a month. Three months, it's or 90 days, $7.99, okay, in that period. And then it's $20 for a year for individual membership just to play a game, just to play a game online on an online platform that I might add does not work well at all. Like at all. Yeah. Like it doesn't and, work. And you get <laughs> access to the NES and SNES. Yes. Okay. Yes. So you get, there, there is that too. Yes. You get those too. Family membership for 12 months for $35. You have more people that can play on it. That's great. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then, wow, even on their, they don't even talk about the expansion pack on their services. Fuck this. Their expansion pack is $50 extra, right? Um, yeah. And I don't know if that has been 100% confirmed. I'm trying to find, here it is. So this is a screenshot from. From the Animal Crossing New Horizons Direct it says individual membership for Nintendo Switch Online plus expansion pack is forty nine ninety nine for twelve months, and the family membership is 
$80. So it's a $45 leap to play, what was it, 10 in 64 games? And, I believe so. Always want to make like sure, a, check. And a handful of Sega games, um, which is fucking insane. I mean, especially the the family membership going up by more than double the price is crazy. I and yeah, I guess you get access to uh, an Animal Crossing DLC as well. Yeah. I mean, but if you don't play Animal Crossing, that is worthless. So I mean, to to pack that in as something that is supposed to help justify this price, because that I believe that DLC is also there's nine. $30. There's nine N64 games. Yeah, um, at, at at launch, and and they did note too that they're going to be adding more right. cool, great, you know, things like Banjo Kazooie. Now that on there. that DLC is thirty dollars that it comes with but if you don't play animal crossing there's no added value there for you so for them to pack that in like this is part of part of the experience is kind of ridiculous because there's still plenty of people that didn't pick up animal crossing yeah it sold really really well but i mean i picked it up and this dlc means nothing to me because i'm not going back to it so um i i just i i feel like that is a, a huge example of you know these are not even ports. These are emulations of these games. Well, now hold on, hold on, because they also they have do online. have a few things, I guess. They have online, which is a big deal. This is like true. Some, some have is online true. play. That's a big deal. That is I mean, a very big deal. But I, yes, I, there's I, there's I, nine it, games and only a handful not, of them even not support. Worth, yeah, it's not worth the money. Yeah, and I, only I a handful that. of them even have online p- capabilities. I mean, you're talking like uh, Ocarina of Time is not going to have anything online. Well, I and I'll, I'll be interested to see like if other first party titles get the love from the expansion pack, not just Animal Crossing. Like I think Animal Crossing was the go to considering its popularity during the last year and a bit right during COVID. Mm-hmm. But um, like I, I don't know. Like I, I mean, how do you if that's the case that you're gonna just throw stuff in and you're gonna get hey you're gonna get the 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 froggy chair in animal crossing if you don't uh you know People if you pay stoked about that yeah if you pay 80 dollars uh you know a uh, a year for the expansion pass and for your family membership um you know that's cool but like how many times can you do that without making it confusing right right so like oh, okay yeah, cool gonna now fast. i'm gonna add smash to that now i'm gonna add mario kart to that now i'm gonna add a bunch of shit to that right and now it's like okay cool I get it. I still have to buy these fucking games. Yeah. Like, I don't own these games. I still have to spend, and it's Nintendo, so I'm still going to spend 60 fucking dollars to buy the game. Right. On top of the $80 you're paying for for your family and, membership now. Well, and-, and on top of that, th- there's nothing in the Animal Crossing, in the expansion pack, and the Animal Crossing that gives more online capability to to Animal Crossing. It is just DLC. I am just well, simply downloading something. Some of it, I mean, there's a little bit of more online elements to it, but it's still more of the same to some extent, right? Like you can now create like basically Airbnb islands and then only if you have can, the expansion pass. That the expansion pass is what has that. No, well, that that DLC is what adds it. 
that thirty dollar deal. Okay, so okay, but what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, there is no difference. No, no, basically okay, no. That's that's <laughs> stupid. That's yeah. dumb. That's dumb. I mean, I, yeah, I, I I wholeheartedly agree. I don't know what you were expecting for more like online well, stuff. I was there, just expecting like if you're gonna give something, like give a fucking game with it. Yeah, you know, what I mean? or yeah, give yeah. me like half of the game, or give me the ability to play like a certain amount of time for free in Animal Crossing, and then I can purchase it for like half the price. Like if you sit there and you're telling me it's an extra fifty dollars for the expansion pack, and my ass goes and looks up the DLC for that I'm going to supposedly get with the expansion pack, and it's right. a twenty five dollar value, I'm going to go. I don't fucking want this. Just take twenty five dollars off of it. Yeah, can I? Yeah, can I just pay the twenty dollars to get the, <laughs> you know, it, and even twenty dollars for a year for the rest of those games. It still seems a little high, but especially when we're paying, what, $20 for a full year to have access to a ton of games from the NES and SNES, and now you're telling me that nine games for the N64 are worth 20 bucks, or I mean, in case, 45 bucks. And it's like, if you were going to up the price on it, like that, the time when you up the price would be the time where you would also want to show off, like, how are we making this better? Because the only way you access this is still from your fucking phone. From an app, I don't think anybody even uses that. Which nobody, yeah, there's no functionality no, there that no, even only, helps. People with only use it to set it up for the first fucking time, and then everybody yeah. uses Discord and other shit to have voice chat with each other. Right. You know, God forbid yeah, we no... had usernames to add each other. <laughs> no, to games, me. right? So it's like, I mean, if they bumped, I mean, you know, eighty dollars a year. Like that is more expensive than like that's more expensive than Sony's stuff because you can go get the deal every year where you can you know Christmas there's a fucking deal every quarter that they have. And if you pay full like, price, it's only sixty dollars for I, a year. I know, but it's even below sixty most of the time. Like if you're paying sixty dollars a year for the thing, like you're getting yeah. you're getting gypped because you can literally go buy a year of it like near Black Friday or every quarter they have some fucking discount on it. I and mean, you're holy talking shit. about. I mean, and every month you get at least two free games most of the time, or recently it's been three right. free games. And if you have a PS5, there's the, the PS collection that has like, it has um, uh, the Nathan Drake collection. It yeah. has. Uh, no, so I guess Nintendo, like, I guess like, Nintendo could sit there and say, well, you get the NES games, but they can't sit there and say, well, you get the N60, you get a free N64 game because you don't, you're fucking paying for that. Absolutely. Because the system, the platform fucking sucks for playing online gaming. So I'm not paying for that service even. No. It just happens to be there. Right. <laughs> what yeah. I'm paying for is essentially N64 games and DLC to a fucking game I don't care about that I can't get rid of. Yeah. Makes no sense. Get rid of it. Like, give me an option where I don't want it. Like, I don't, e I don't even understand why Animal Crossing is in there. Like, I guess maybe because they think that they can get the people who jumped onto Animal Crossing to just immediately jump onto this this plan so that they can get a quick hit and people can get the N64. But my own personal opinion is I think you'd probably sell more of these fucking passes if you're like, you know what, we're just going to make it an extra $20 and then you can play all of these N64 games or $25. Yeah. And then you can play all these N64 games. I think people would be like, fuck yeah, sure. One time Absolutely. payment, $25 and it's every year. Sure, fine. Here you go. They probably sell way more, but instead I have to sit here and go, I don't want that. I'm not yeah. going to get it. I'm not going to get it. But I'm not getting it. Yeah, there's no chance I'm buying this, but 
the thing, crazy thing to me and, and kind of what I was getting at was like the PS collection, there's access to a bunch of good shit. Like a lot of good games in there. I mean, there's yeah. Monster Hunter Worlds. There's, there's, oh my God. God of War. There's Horizon Zero Dawn, the full edition of it. Like, I don't understand how Nintendo can sit here and be like, yeah, you know, for uh, a, a an online experience that doesn't even offer a fucking party chat in goddamn 2021, uh, yeah, we're going to charge $80 for this. And it's like, that, that doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make sense. There's no way in hell that Nintendo service is worth more than PlayStation service or Xbox's service. And even their free games have sucked lately. So whatever. Because they've got Game Pass, right? Because they have Game Pass because they're pushing but their, their online open. service works. Yeah. <laughs> I and, and even Game Pass, you figure if you buy just the base Game Pass, not even Ultimate, it's $120 for the year. But you have access to a shitload of games, a shitload of more modern games than what Nintendo's offering here. And that's my like, that's favorite my argument I've moment. ever seen from a Nintendo fan is that Game Pass is old games. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry, you have NES, SNES, and N64 games. You want to talk about fucking old games? <laughs> right. No, I and like that's my thing is like, where is like where's the value? There is no value. Like, if you want to tell me that it's twenty dollars a year to play online on what are you know a shitty online service cool just come out with a secondary subscription that's called retro pass yeah retro pass and fucking make it 3.99 a month you'll get more than 25 dollars for the fucking thing people Mm -hmm. pay you more money for it they won't know it because they're giving you 3.99 and no one's gonna bat a fucking eye at 3.99 a month no absolutely not I mean, Jesus, man, just set up a separate fucking thing. You want to set up an Animal Crossing thing? Set up a fucking battle pass for the fucking thing. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) You collected enough stone to level up. Or just keep it normal DLC, right? Without having to impose, like, here's the value, but you don't have the game. They do sell that DLC separate. So they did at least do that. I know they do, but I'm just saying, fuck, why is it wrapped? Yeah, why shoehorn this into it when there was no reason for it? And it's a just a weird, weird thing to do. It's just just make a separate retro pass. Boom. Yeah. This is also the most Nintendo thing I could have possibly imagined. (laughs) Like the easy answer is right fucking there. And they went, (sighs) nah, let's let's piss everybody off. (laughs) It is, though, like it's such a simple answer. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. You'd have you'd have your online, you have your and you can pay that in whatever tier you want. There's savings, right? You have your family pass. And there's different tiers there. Like I don't understand why the family pass you can only you only your only option is to pay once. Yeah. Get get I mean put if I'm a business, put an option for you know a month, 90 days, yeah. and the whole fucking year, and then you know, I can make more on the month and 90 days, and I can save the client, you know, money on, on the on the year membership but get all of my revenue in one shot from them right from the user and then start doing a la carte shit yeah like here's your n64 you want to play sega saturn stuff here you want to play you know fucking dreamcast here you know the- work on this shit and just build the a la carte segments that people would i mean that makes the most fucking sense 
I think the best way that you could go about this is do the, if you really, really just had to have this fucking expansion pass, right? Get the family membership and get, I think you can have like eight or 10 people on this fucking thing and split it between <laughs> all of you. And then it's not bad. Then it's Which not is bad. way too many people. Like you don't need that. Yeah. I can't believe they allow that at that's all. More, that's more people <laughs> than a fucking Wii commercial. Right. But now I will say like, for for me, I have to have obviously my my wife and my kids each have their own account, and so there's four slots taken up right there, and sure uh, they aren't paying right there. <laughs> but I I mean you're also on the family pass, so I it's, am. Like, it's like if you got if you were in the right situation where you could have like eight people paying on this too, it wouldn't be half bad. But how many people are just gonna have? themselves on that switch and not you know somebody else in the family playing it or something to where it, it makes sense to have a second profile so now you're you're cutting it down eventually but that's the only way that i i would justify it if is if i could get eight friends to go in on this and be like yeah we'll just pay for the family pass and now we're each paying ten dollars for the year and we have access to this that would be cool but other than that nah like there's just nothing enticing. I don't think not to just me, but I think to a lot of people, where it's like, where's the value in this? Yeah, like I'm gonna pay fifty dollars to play what is nine games right now, feasibly a lot more games down the road, supposedly, yeah. supposedly, supposedly. Allegedly. right? But I can't use the Animal Crossing thing, and uh, I'm not gonna play online that much. This is my only fucking way to get it. Yeah, eighty dollars. Right. It's crazy, man. I, I it's yeah, fucking it, nuts. It, it's fifty dollars solo and and eighty dollars for family. Do we again, know if like we, we, we can't said, we can't purchase these games separately? Correct. No, God no. Of course not. I mean, it's I dumb. just it's just so fucking infuriating. Like I don't. I mean, unless unless this is a, a part of a big strategy where it would be the most Nintendo thing possible, where like we sit here a year from now. They tease a new switch or a new console or something and a whole new online platform that they've built out with like fucking Microsoft or something. And then it actually makes sense where it's like, hey, I can have friends, you know, online and stuff. Because the only reason why they don't do that is because they don't want the legalities behind it. I mean, they want to step the fuck away from it. And I don't blame them for that. And at the end of the day, they're fucking Nintendo. There's no way they're going to do that. (laughs) People sold this cardboard. We have no idea what happened to that. Yeah, it's just gone. I, I mean, yeah, shit. I, I mean, a lot of people had been asking for a virtual console, like they have done in the past, where you can go in and just, just purchase, purchase the game you want, just a a a port of the game, and, and even then, it's borderline emulation, right? Like it's not even it really is. a full blown port, but a, yeah. just a a version of a game that you can go in and be like, "Hey, man, I just really love the N sixty four Zelda games. I want to pick both these up." Now I fucking have them. Like if if they did that, they would make more money because they could charge five dollars, ten dollars a game at least. This is and also the easiest console for them to possibly do emulation. Absolutely it's built on the back end of Android. Absolutely, it's. Am it's I right on that or am right I wrong? There. No, you're. I'm pretty sure you're right. I thought I'm right on that. But I mean. If they did that, they would actually make more money from people just going out and buying the games they wanted. Because there's a lot of people that just don't play Switch online, and then it's not a problem. They just don't ever have to worry about buying the membership. 
and yeah, it's running it Android. It is. Yeah, but I Android ten. Uh, I don't know, man. That they've they've done some good quality of life changes no, not Android in, 10, into these. It is running Android though. Uh, I, there are some good quality of life changes in these emulations, right? Where you can like save state and things like that. But those are oh, things shit. you can do in every emulation. Okay, never mind. The Nintendo Switch does not use any version of Android. It uses instead a proprietary OS derived from the 3DS. Um, the OS does use some components from Android drivers and looks like it was originally going for an NVIDIA Shield lookalike. Oh, that's right. Yep, yep. I remember uh, them talking about that NVIDIA Shield. Yeah, I I don't know, man. It, again, this is one of those things where it's like that 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 port conversation and that that whole idea of uh, is it worth it or can you justify these? This is a situation where I 100% cannot justify any of this because this is insane, crazy. Oh, fuck. The company just amazes me every day. Always. Always. Every day. Every day the company amazes me. Well, I think that'll do it for the show, my guy. Yeah? Yeah, it was a hell of an episode. I mean, good God. I know. Shot on a lot of stuff. (laughs) And it's funny because... Confused by a ton of things. We just announced, you know, that we were kind of doing this more topic thing, but we... We also, I think, we're still rooted in in somewhat news and want to keep it topical. Well, just to what's shit going that we on, care right? about, just stuff yeah, we want to talk absolutely. about, right? But like in a less formatted way, that was yeah, the whole, less formal uh, and bullet yeah, whole, pointed, whole quite literally. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, guys, that'll do it for us. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, please do so at Diggity Podcast. Like I said at the beginning of the show, we go live every Thursday evening at nine thirty p.m. Eastern time on twitch and on youtube you can find us by looking for us diggity pod diggity podcast diggity video game podcast whatever you want to search on that um please leave us review on your podcast platform we're on every single podcast platform known to mankind good god it's everywhere and uh yeah leave us review help spread the word about us thank you to those who have left reviews for us in the past Um, we have new art yeah we do we have new artwork and it's actually Looking at it's the analytics, sweet. it's, looking, it's at, pretty looking at sweet. the analytics, people <laughs> see the art, which is it's, dope. It's this this real bright it purple pops. and like, yeah, it, it's it's nice. It's real it, nice. She bright. She bright. Um, but yeah, guys, that'll do it for us. Um, you can find me on PlayStation. My PSN is Maple Jeff. Add me up there. And mine is Luscious Brody. You can also find me on Xbox at Luscious Brody. And my friend code's too long, so I'm not going to share that with you. Until next time, guys, we will see you later. Take care.